This is Three Women and a Bottle of Wine. Three friends. Three former TV reporters. And one bottle of wine. We're delving into whatever interests us. News, not news, it's what affects our lives because it's probably affecting yours too. I'm Kim Inslee. I'm Lynn Melling. And I'm Julie Barkey. And now on with the pod. So you may have noticed our pretty sweet logo. My wonderful friend and neighbor, she did that for us. It's she did so an amazing cute. job. Yeah, yeah. Leah DeSalt. Yeah, so she uh, she came over one day this spring and we were just chatting about the logo. We were having a great conversation, we were having some wine, of course. Um, and I just couldn't resist. I had to put a microphone in her face. <laughs> because re- that's what you do yes, with neighbors, exactly. right? Exactly. You capture the moment. And especially when you're, you have your teeth in television journalism. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I had the equipment lying around. I thought, I'm going to talk to you about this. She just has an interesting perspective on art and creativity. She's been an art teacher for a long, long time. And something that I found really interesting, she's talking about in the last five years, um, because of social media and because of just all the things going on now with technology that when students are giving a given a blank sheet of paper mm-hmm. she's you know create something with it they're almost paralyzed um they just they don't know what to do next and i you know was dumbfounded i didn't know what to do i found that students are really struggling with having choice and i think a lot of it is um just a need to uh feel accepted the uh, the students compare themselves to their peers so much more so now than they did even five, ten years ago. Really? Why do you think that is? I think there's a lot of pressure through social media, um, through it, students instantly have feedback on what they're wearing, the friends that they hang out with. So, um, do you think? So, do you think it has stifled then their creativity? So this. Uh, like social media, all of this stuff has really like, stifled com- the creativity that your students are. I think it has been a roadblock. I think what's happening is we see um, posts on Instagram and it's like this unrealistic comparison. And our children, as early as, you know, fifth, sixth grade, are comparing themselves to. Uh, who knows what that they come across on the Internet. And it's very unrealistic. And so when they go to make something and, and be creative on their own, um, this trying to uh, trying to create the, the, the perfect whatever it is is, is unattainable. Mm. And so this is a roadblock. So I'm going to stop because I can't get at, you know, the perfect DIY project or um, I don't know. I, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable what the kids are watching, but it's but it's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so as a school teacher, we need to navigate that because we need to support kids where they're at, um, but also give them opportunities to um, to grow and become who they are. And that's that's yeah. really the the challenge as as for teachers. And do you think in this generation, mm-hmm. do you think, though, that adults maybe are ch- are I mean, do you feel like the students are kind of a reflection of our just Absolutely. general population and probably adults are struggling with this exact same thing? And I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't suffer from the need to um, please other people? Mm-hmm. You know, I get anxiety about making sure that I'm, you know, a good friend and a, and a wonderful parent. I'm, I, I go on social media and it's like the kiss of the death. I mm-hmm. see what other families are doing and I compare what we're doing and um and I find myself going down that rabbit hole and mm-hmm. it's not healthy mm-hmm. yeah but I do find that my artwork and um you know just 
finding things, finding ways to be creative. It, it is a, it's a great escape from judgment, from comparison, from fear. And um, tapping and tuning into my creative side yeah. has helped me personally. And adults need that. Adults absolutely need that. And Children need it. Everyone needs it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think untapped creativity is within a lot of our, just our, I, I think that has to do with quite a bit of what's going on with mental health. And I think when we take time for ourselves, whether, and it doesn't have to be a visual art expression, it could be writing like Mm -hmm. yourself, it could be through, um, you know, being in outdoors, it could be just taking time to be creative each day. But something about visual art and having an end product is very satisfying. I mean, today I needed to be creative in a way that I needed an end outcome. So I rearranged my living room. It was a very simple, and not only did I rearrange, I cleaned a lot. Mm-hmm. And I got to some, you know, surfaces that needed to be dusted. And it was very satisfying. Yeah. So, and now you are helping adults. So not mm-hmm. only are you helping students, but you're also helping adults kind of tap that creative yes. side of them. Like you do, tell us about what you do for adults to help them access that. Well, what's really exciting is um, about 10 years ago, I got very involved in my yoga community and um, became a yoga instructor. And from there, uh, found that just learning how to to use my entire diaphragm to breathe yeah um was an extremely useful tool as a classroom teacher and a parent yeah and so (laughs) i use i use these like big breathing is huge Uh and um uh, so long story short i have decided that a yoga art um combination is really an ultimate experience for people Uh, and so with some groups I've been working with um, just creating some some movement to begin maybe a short yoga sequence or perhaps an entire class to loosen up to breathe to feel like you're letting go of all the garbage and um, you know that we hang on to in Mm -hmm. our brain our busy working minds and then we do something creative whether it's a collage or a painting or um you know, just working with our hands, hmm. and um, and it's and it's a, a wonderful release. I found it very uh, empowering and and enjoyable. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you, and you've led groups so up at Camp Du Nord. Yes. Up, so you, <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. the coldest day of yeah. the year, mm-hmm. and you were up at Camp Du Nord with this group of women mm-hmm. doing just exactly what you described. Yeah. What was the outcome like when you know the the class participants left I mean what what do you find when people are able to realize oh my gosh I am creative what does what do you see come across in them so of course there's this element of surprise like I didn't know I could do this I didn't know Mm -hmm. I had this in me um I had repeat I uh facilitated at the same retreat a year ago and I had repeat participants that said oh this was the highlight of my weekend I need to make this happen again for myself um and uh, so a lot of aha moments um, for the group of women there. And of course, we were a day into the retreat. So everyone at that point has started to come down from being in the city. And we were in, you know, in the woods. It was very cold. It was negative 30. <laughs> and I had a roaring fire. We 
practiced yoga and then we painted and did some collage work and had some great tunes going and it was it was picture perfect it was incredible people didn't want to leave I mean they wanted to stay and and they did in fact the workshop extended almost an hour past what we had planned it was phenomenal so after this weekend, it got me yeah. thinking there is a need for this. People need this in their lives as a opportunity to cultivate creativity, to decrease stress, um, and also just make us more um, aware of our personal relationships, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do you think that um, – because I'm, I'm on LinkedIn a lot, mm-hmm. and LinkedIn is just such a – it can be just a really soul-sucking experience mm-hmm. to be on LinkedIn sometimes. And there's all this, like, stuff about emotional intelligence and being Absolutely. creative and um, being self-aware. Mm-hmm. And I th- do you think that with with art, you're able to kind of achieve more self-awareness? I think so. I think, um, gra- I, I think it's a practice. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, it's it needs to be cultivated. And I think... It's something that you, it, it, we need to get rid of end outcome with everything. And I think yeah. when we start just being with ourselves, whether it's through breathing, through making art daily or writing every day, we feel um, more content with who we are. And I think that that's the ultimate goal for everyone. I love that. Just letting go. Yeah, day by day. I love that. And so, and you are starting to provide this service then mm-hmm. to other so to, yeah, just talk about a little bit about how like how that's going and what you're experiencing and so part of this is um you know i have this skill set i love making art i love you know i am fairly proficient at, at guiding students through their own work and i've seen i've seen the magic that happens in my own classroom and um i've enjoyed you know at the the women's retreats and so I'm, I'm trying to um just branch out a little bit yeah so talking with friends obviously through my my network and um going into it and it's interesting where I have found more of a need for this it's it's you know groups of women that are getting together and just talking mm-hmm. you know whether it's a book club whether it's a group a support group whether it's a company that um, has a health and wellness committee and they want this as an event. So it's all based on health and wellness. Yeah. And it's not that we're going on a power walk together mm-hmm. or a race, or you know, planning for a 5K race. Right. It's, you know, when you create art, when you um, are being creative in general, whether it's, you know, scrapbooking or making a collage or knitting or whatnot, you are tapping into a side of your brain that uh, encourages uh, growth and um, and creativity and fun and playfulness that we all need because yes. let's get real, our <laughs> society is way too serious. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it can be scary. Yeah. Can you talk about that? I mean, because mm-hmm. I'm not, so I am not artistic whatsoever. I don't have really, like I can't draw my way out of a paper bag. It's pretty terrible and the idea for me to mm-hmm. sit down and paint something or create it really is stresses me out okay so you experienced this <laughs> you know we were together up on the north shore a couple yeah. weeks ago yeah and what i saw with you is at first it was a little more tentative uh-huh but you could see the room like you could see the energy in the yes. room just 
quiet down. It was wonderful. It was very sad. And we, we were we painting. Paint, yeah, painting rocks from Lake Superior. We were painting mandalas on Lake Superior rocks. Oh. It was so... It was Lovely. just, it, I, I could feel it like the, just, I could feel my shoulders just Yeah, kind of, it just dropped down. Yeah. So it's almost like, uh, it's, it's, for me, I compare making, the process of making art with a meditative practice. Yeah. And for a lot of people, sitting and meditating and just being with breath is very challenging. Yeah. But if you can cut shapes out or, you know, create some dots on a rock or, you know, feel your brush on the paper, like the actual tactile, uh, the, the feeling of touching good quality paper and brush to, pa- to paper is is incredible i sound kind of wackadoo right now but no but it's, it's, it's kind of like asmr right what's the asmr thing yes yes the it's thing. like the t- the body and yeah, the tapping mm-hmm. yeah and it's just it's something about and i it's therapeutic yes yes it's therapeutic yeah absolutely it doesn't it's not yeah i think there is it's and and kind of cathartic almost and i do work with a lot of students who deal with trauma in their everyday life and to see them molding clay and painting and drawing and feeling success and feeling that inward is it's wonderful that's awesome yeah it's it's really it's really fulfilling Three Women and a Bottle of Wine is supported by 515 Productions. 515 Productions is a video production business with base camps in Minneapolis and Des Moines, Iowa. Ian, who's so great, and his crew understand the art of creative storytelling, and they know how to make video look really, really good. Learn more at 515productions.com. Our logo was created by Aaliyah DeSaltz, a creativity guru offering art workshops to everyone from business executives to book clubs because we all have untapped creative potential just waiting to be unleashed. You can find her contact information on our website. You can stay up to date on our podcast by checking out our website, threewomenandabottleofwine.com. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where you'll find behind-the-scenes photos and, of course, much, much more. Be sure you don't miss an episode. Subscribe to our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh man, that has me just wanting to go out and pick up a paintbrush and get going. I know. She's so inspiring. I just thank you so much, Leah DeSalt, for sharing your wisdom with us as well as creating our logo. Mm. And she does, you know, do this art with um, cocktails sometimes. And. <laughs> Who doesn't love a cocktail? And who doesn't love a cocktail? And who doesn't love pie? And you know what? When those two join together, the result can be amazing. We've all sampled them. Sarah's Tipsy Pies. She's an example of this amazingness and what goodness can be found at the Minnesota State Fair, Mm -hmm. which is, by the way, just around the corner. Yes, it is. So she herself is also very amazing. She's a mom of five, including a child with special needs. She also has triplets, it's crazy. if you can believe it. No, I can't believe that. So to jump from stay-at-home mom to a business owner has been quite a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Hear her story next time in Three Women and a Bottle of Wine.